0: In today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about swearing. Is swearing good or bad for your mental health? Yes, I know what you're thinking. Why am I discussing something that is bad? But is swearing really bad? I grew up being told that swearing is bad and like any researcher, I decided I needed to find out if that was really the case especially as my own four children grew up and started challenging me on this idea. And what I have discovered has really fascinated me. I'm going to discuss how some recent research on swearing shows that it can actually be good for you, good for your mental health. Yes, you heard correctly, swearing can be good for your mental health. Listen on and see what you think. This episode is brought to you by Juve, an at-home red light therapy device. Red light therapy is a powerful non-invasive treatment which delivers natural wavelengths of light to your skin and cells. Numerous studies have shown red light therapy can be an effective modality that we can use to help heal and improve our mental, cognitive and physical health. It's one of the best things I recommend for optimal health and an integral part of my self-care routine. Head over to juve.com slash DrLeaf, that's J. O-O-V-V forward slash D-R-L-E-A-F. And if you use the code DrLeaf at checkout, you'll get a nice bonus gift with your purchase. Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf and welcome to my podcast. Each week I focus on topics related to mental health and discuss ways to help you deal with issues like anxiety, depression, shame, guilt, PTSD, and more. I've spent the last 30 years researching the mind-brain connection and mental health. I worked with patients who suffered from traumatic brain injuries, struggled with anxiety, battled with learning issues, and often worked with families to resolve major relationship and communication problems. In this podcast, you will hear the advice I gave to my patients and the techniques I developed and used to help them find healing. My goal is to give you simple, effective and practical tips and tools to help you take back control over your mental, emotional and physical health. Before I begin today's discussion, I want to take a moment to thank everyone who has supported this podcast either by leaving a review, spreading the word, sharing episodes with friends and family, and posting about this podcast on social media. I love reading your reviews and learning how I can make this podcast even more helpful. Now back to today's podcast. Yes, you heard correctly. Swearing can be good for your mental health. In fact, research also indicates that it's our perceptions of the words, which are often based off misguided beliefs, ill intentions, and incorrect facts sometimes, that are the real cause of mental distress more than the actual words themselves. And what really got me thinking was, as I already mentioned, discussions with my four grown up children and their friends about how they use swearing and how it's very cultural today to use swearing almost like an adjective. Of course, I am not saying you have to swear to improve your mental health. And if it really upsets you or others around you, then absolutely don't swear. However, it just may be another tool in your mental health toolbox. And of course, if you totally disagree with me, remember, agreeing to disagree is also good for your mental health. I also don't want you to feel guilty if you do swear, because guilt is actually worse for your mental health. Guilt really damages your brain. It does appear, however, from research, that the cultural perception of swearing plays a very, very large role in determining whether swearing is good or bad for us, not the actual words themselves. Every culture has different variations of swear words. Very interesting. And of course, it's important to bear in mind that if words are used to denigrate someone, you know, to push them down, and then it's definitely not a good thing. However, If it's used just as an expletive or as a euphemism or as a way of expressing oneself or dealing with frustration, as we'll see in a moment, it actually seems to help with mental health. What's interesting is that swearing is consistent across cultures, so I wondered if there was perhaps a reason. And on a therapeutic side, I practiced for 25 years and a lot of my patients battled with dementia's, I worked with all levels of dementias, and I also worked with people with severe brain damage that had lost their capacity to speak. And often when when some of the first words that they said when their speech started returning were swear words. And I know this was very often distressing for families, and I would tell patients' families that this is actually quite normal. We see this across the globe with people that have suffered brain damage, not in every case, and not in every case of dementia, but often enough for it to be a thing, and that it's not the end of the world if someone who's never sworn their whole life gets, starts getting progressive dementia, and they start swearing. Or they've had brain damage, and the first few words happen to be swearing. It's not the end of the world. It seems to be just what happens. I did some more digging about swearing and mental health to see if there's some sort of component hidden somewhere that I had missed. And I found five reasons, and I'm sure there are more, why swearing can be good for your mental health. Reason number one is work done by Richard Stevens of Keele University in England. In Keele's study, he showed quite a few interesting things. One of the things he showed was that swearing can be a toxic stress relief. A bit like crying. You know, when you get really frustrated and really stressed out, sometimes a few tears can just help relieve that tension. Studies suggest that people in stressful situations handle them better and suffer a little less from toxic stress if you actually tell them they can swear, while people who are told not to swear perform worse when faced with a challenging situation. Indeed, research was done in airplane cockpits and operating rooms and it has shown that pilots and surgeons who are actually allowed to swear are better able to deal with and recover from stressful events compared to pilots and surgeons who aren't allowed to curse. Why? Well it seems that swearing kind of allows those emotions to get out of your body instead of them being absorbed by your body and brain which can cause mental and physical damage. And I've spoken about this often, that we must embrace what we're going through. I talk about freaking out in the love zone a lot. And I've said it from the stage on multiple platforms and in multiple places to freak out in the love zone. And I always say the words, scream, shout, swear, cry, do whatever you have to, but get it out. Because if you don't get that out, It goes somewhere, it's real live energy and it will get absorbed into your body, into the cells of your body and your brain and cause damage. And if you just push it down and then pop a positive affirmation or a prayer on top, you're putting a band-aid on a festering wound. So you don't just have to swear, but it certainly is another tool in your toolbox to help you freak out in the love zone. Swearing, as I said, seems to help get these emotions out of your body instead of them being absorbed. It seems to be a way to unclutter thinking and problems and help you problem solve. It seems that it clears neurotransmitters in the brain that have maybe got a little bit they're on flowing like they should. When we get into high stress situations, we get too much high beetle activity, which then impacts our ability to think clearly. So, Expressing your emotions, defining your emotions, including using swearing, helps to unclutter. Now you definitely do want someone who's doing surgery and flying your plane to be able to unclutter their emotions and think with wisdom. So they have to swear and they'll get you there safely and get you through the surgery safely. I say go for it. This episode is brought to you By Vistro. Vistro is the number one plant-based meal delivery service in America. My favorite Vistro meals are the pasta bolognese and veggie pesto pizza. Vistro offers free shipping on all orders. And right now, you can try the six most popular Vistro meals for just $49. Visit tryvistro.com com forward slash Doctor Leaf. You can only get that forty nine dollar deal at trivestro. com forward slash Doctor Leaf. You've heard me talk numerous times about the importance of a healthy gut your mental and brain health. One great way to boost your gut health is through bone broth. I love Kettle and Fire bone broth because not only do they offer many different options but each one is so delicious and are packed with collagen, protein and amino acids. The bone broths are paleo-friendly, keto-friendly, Whole30 approved and certified gluten-free. Get 15% off your order when you go to kettleandfire.com with the code Dr. Leaf, that is R L E. AF at checkout. reason number two for swearing research shows that swearing can reduce physical pain a 2009 study also done at kill university in the uk asked college students to plunge their hand into an ice cold water bath they found the researchers that when the participants repeated a swear word out loud During this icy chilly experience of plunging their hand into the water, they were actually able to keep their hands in the water for longer. They even reported feeling less pain than when they just repeated some sort of a neutral word. According to the researchers of the study, their subjective experience of how bad their hand hurt was incredibly different when they were swearing. When they were swearing, it didn't feel as bad. One theory for this is that cursing seems to trigger the fight or flight response in your body, which raises your heart rate and pumps more adrenaline through your body. And these two responses can actually make us more tolerant of pain. One theory I have in terms of swearing helping with physical pain is that as you swear, it shifts your attention to the word to the power of the word, to the emphasis that the word has. So you're shifting your attention away from the physical pain to the word. And in, on a quantum physics level, you've shifted your energy from the pain into the word. So it helps to balance out the pain. The third reason, research shows that using swear words can help you cope with health issues. An interesting study was done showing that people recovering from cancer or people who have long, a long-term chronic illness, so it just keeps going on and on, find that swearing is helpful in terms of dealing with the emotions and the gravity of the situation and the frustrations that go along with having a long-term chronic illness. This is particularly the case with men. For them, swearing is a way to talk about the sadness and the frustration and the loss without losing face as a masculine by crying or showing their fear. The fourth reason is that swearing while you exert yourself physically may actually make you stronger. Think of squeezing something in your hand. If you swear, you may make your grip stronger and tighter and longer. And according to researchers, swearing while you do this increases your resilience and strength just temporally. So next time you're at the gym, try out a few choice swear words quietly if people are nearby you and see if it helps. And the fifth reason why swearing seems to help is that it actually creates more of a community bond between people. It kind of builds a trust and breaks down barriers between people when you swear. People kind of trust each other enough to start communicating more in a more deep and meaningful way, sharing more brings a little bit of humor into the situation, kind of de-intensifies and de-escalates high-level situations. Swearing is like signaling. It's sending a signal that there's a trust, enough trust that you can actually connect with that person, that that person will start talking to you, that there's a relationship that's starting to build, that you feel you can trust them enough to talk to them about whatever the issue is. So it sort of de-escalates and de-intensifies the situation. As Emma Byrne PhD says, It's a shame cursing gets such a bad rap. We've been socialized to believe that swearing is universally really bad. But it isn't always about being aggressive or overwhelmingly negative towards people because it appears to actually create this signal, this connection between people. If swearing offends someone, Be respectful around that person, but be sure to talk about why it's offensive to that person and see the discussion as an opportunity to have an open dialogue, which is so good for brain health because you are working on making meaningful connections that are vital to your mental health. That's what my kids did with myself and my husband. They talked to us, they challenged us, they explained how they used it, and it was fascinating. It opened my eyes and it made me see things differently. And when you are challenged to think differently about something, when you're challenged to change the way you've always seen something and see it from a different perspective, that's incredibly good for the brain and the mind. It's a way of cleaning up that mental mess. It's a way of building cognitive resilience and increasing your mental health. It grows your brain and it does a lot of good for you in terms of your functioning. So agreeing to disagree is a good intellectual, brain-boosting exercise, and also helps increase your insights and creativity. I would also say, never forget the bigger picture when it comes to swearing in general, and when teaching children about swearing. Because when we talk about teaching children about swearing, we're talking about rules. And we need to remember, what is the point of a rule? It's Better to cultivate a sense of respecting different opinions and differences in general because of everyone being so different and learning how to tune into others and to be respectful and kind rather than getting stuck in the little things, in the rules and rejecting people or judging them if they think differently to you or do things differently to you. That's actually really harmful for brain health and mind health. I am sure we all want to instill respect for others in our children and in ourselves. So perhaps a better strategy is to teach children to value differences and to see others as worthy even if they are different. Because if this is not a value, then they will only respect people that are like them and judge others who are different. And in doing that, you're literally building brain damage into your children. Which is way worse than saying a few choice swear words. Indeed, I believe that, and it's not even just belief, it is research shows that it's far more dangerous for your mental health to use judgmental phrases and fighting words based off your assumptions and incorrect facts than to say a swear word now and then. Ultimately, it's not the act of swearing that is bad, but rather, how we perceive the swearing and how we use the curse words against each other. And that's tied very closely to our own cultural and personal views. In closing, your mind is your most powerful asset and your thoughts behind the words that you use are more powerful than the actual words that you speak. So, at the end of the day, we really need to focus on working on our thought lives and make sure that we let off steam some way because if it doesn't get out, it'll stay inside that toxic energy damaging your brain, your body and your mental health. I hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful.